Good day, friends. I hope you are doing well. I hope this podcast finds you well. My name is David, and this is Valley Thoughts, a podcast that came out of nowhere in the middle of the night, but you have stumbled upon it, or you've been tracking along with me, and I want to thank you. We've been talking about me, David, just a guy that's in a valley, that's been walking through a valley, and what it means, and just sharing some of my thoughts in the middle of this valley together with you. Today you are in for a treat because I have a person that is my favorite person by law in my life, my beautiful wife, Nevada. Nevada, say hello to the people. Hey guys. Nevada is here uh, because one of the things about being in a valley is that we think that we're alone. We think that we're walking through it alone, but most of the time uh, there's other people that are impacted by our valley, even if it's just watching someone they love walk through something. And so Nevada is going to come in today and she's going to talk to you a little bit. I'm going to ask her some questions. This is unrehearsed, unscripted, no multiple takes, nothing like that. This is just us talking to you. Uh, she may say something controversial. She may say something that hurts my feelings. I may be sleeping on the couch, but listen, <laughs> we're here to talk to you today and be honest and transparent. That's the only way we know how to do it. So uh, Nevada, let me just start by asking this. Um, tell the people a little bit about our family. We've been married, ooh, what? It'll be eight years in October. Yes, I knew that. I was just <laughs> testing her. We've been married eight years in October. Tell the people what our life has been like for eight years. Like, how is our family set up? Um, it's been, well, in the beginning, it was both of us working full time and you know, trying to get by as a newly married couple with barely any money and um, just trying to make it. And then after uh, getting pregnant and having Harper, um, that's when I stepped down and became a stay-at-home mom. And you took on the role of um, working full-time or still working full-time and providing for our family. And it's been that way for the last four years. Well, I forget that you worked. It's been so long. That was a joke. Oh, my gosh. Please don't write me and yell at me. Um, I forget. I do forget that. But, you know, that's interesting because we talk about the valley that I'm in and how it started with losing my job. And so as somebody on the inside but looking on the outside, uh, when I lost my job, I remember it was in the middle of the night. Uh, I won't go into that. Um, but I lost my job and I remember waking you up around one o'clock in the morning and telling you, I think I just lost my job. And what's going through your mind other than being tired, uh, and PG please for the people out there, what's going through your mind in that moment, just knowing what you just said, how I was the provider for the family. Um, well, I mean, being, like you said, being told that at 1am, um, you're half asleep and trying to figure out if your husband is just joking around and maybe pulling a prank on you. And it most definitely was not a prank. Um, and once I came around and woke up and figured out what was going on, it was kind of just like, oh, crap. Like, is that, is this really happening? Um, this can't actually be happening. What are we going to do? And, you know, just a million different thoughts going through your head of... We I don't know what we're going to do next. Like, we've never been put in this position before. Yeah, and what made it crazier is I lose my job, and then, you know, one week later, I end up testing positive for COVID. 
And so here we are trying to find a job. And now I have 14 days to lock myself away from you guys. What was going through your mind now that our attention had to shift completely from trying to find a new job to let's not all get sick and die here? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you just you didn't even have time to really process what had just occurred with losing your job it went straight into oh my gosh he's got it am I gonna get it is Harper gonna get it what do we do how do we handle this and it turned into just me being you know full-blown caretaker and trying to make sure that my husband made it through this on the other end um yeah yeah I remember thinking at the time wow this is good because I don't have to deal with the fact that I just lost my job. My attention was completely shifted. I ended up finding a job very quickly, but it was kind of rushed and not necessarily the best job at that time from what we thought, but it was still a job and still had the potential to make money. Let me ask you this question here really quickly. Um, when I lost my job and then at the same time got sick, I kind of kept it all together at that time, didn't really show any sort of emotion for what was actually happening. When did you realize that something with me wasn't right? Was it immediately or when did that happen? And this is the first I'm hearing it, so I'd love to know when you knew. Come on. <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't immediate. I know as soon as you got out of quarantine, you had kind of said that you felt like God had spoken to you and that this was just going to be a new star and it was going to be, um, and you had kind of just portrayed to me that you had, you know, spent some time with the Lord during that time by yourself and that you felt like, okay, you felt good. And so, um, I really didn't notice much different with you until probably, probably sometime in November. Wow. Um, because you were, I think you were just, you were busy with training and you were surrounded by people at training and it wasn't until you got out of your training at Spectrum that, um, I really noticed it when you were, you started going in and you were by yourself at a desk and trying to, you know, learn this new job. And that's kind of whenever I noticed your demeanor started changing. So... You know, a few months, you mentioned that you didn't necessarily notice anything specifically wrong. And for a few months, um, that's kind of, I think people can relate to that because we do a good job of masking it, even with those that we love. But those closest to us can start to see things sort of going downhill and deteriorating. And so you said around November is, is sort of... Yeah, I think probably closer to Thanksgiving time, beginning yeah. of December. Yeah, so that, that makes a lot of sense. And so what, you know, I'm going to probably regret asking you this, but what were some of the things that you were noticing? Uh, and then what was sort of like the rock bottom moment where you were like, something has to give here? Um, I just started noticing you weren't, you just weren't the same. Your whole personality seemed to change and be different. And I was used to having a very, um, unemotional husband who was happy a lot and didn't let things bother him and things just kind of rolled off your back um and it went from went from that to you just not being 
happy, just being upset with your current situation and um, even distancing yourself more from our friends, not really wanting, not talking to them as much and um, not wanting to see them even just like on a video call or anything. Um, you were sleeping more whenever you were, when you were home. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong, you take naps, but <laughs> these were just... Hey, grown men take naps, okay? I like to nap. more so. I remember um, your family, when we visited your family one time, them asking me if it was normal that you napped so much during the day. And I kept just saying, yeah, I mean, you know, he's just tired. But in reality, you were you were dealing with stuff that I wasn't fully aware of. And I mean, I think... The thing that was kind of like we've got to do something here was you were were you were trying to work from home and there was just a couple of these days where you would just wake up and try to log on and you were not able to and you just were breaking down in our closet upset because you right. just physically couldn't log into work and that's when I kind of was like this is this is not, this is not normal. This is not good. We've got to, <clears throat> we've got to do something to change this. And I think that's when I started bringing up to you, um, start seeing a therapist and trying to figure out what exactly was going on. Um, because I know from my experience with a the therapist over the last year and a half is that it's very, very helpful yeah, I think uh, you mentioned those episodes where I'm s sitting in the closet and crying and you're there supporting me. That's got to be difficult. Um, the last thing I'll ask you, uh, because this is still a journey, this is still ongoing, I'm still very newly on this path. Um, how are things now um, for for you and for the family? And then what kind of advice would you give to a wife, a spouse, a husband, a daughter of somebody that is in a season of depression, a really difficult, traumatic time, what kind of advice would you give them? So how are things now? And then what kind of advice would you give to somebody uh, in your shoes? Um, I think <clears throat> I think things now are going in the right direction. <laughs> um, I think you seem, you seem better. You seem to be getting back to doing things that you enjoy. You've clearly found some new hobbies that are bringing you joy um and so i think i'm i will say yeah you're you're doing a lot better we're doing a lot better as a family um my advice would be it's not gonna be easy and it's gonna be really hard a majority of the time but don't give up on your spouse or your your sister your brother your whoever it is that you're with that's going through this don't just don't give up on them and that if you it's important for you to also have some sort of outlet whether it be another friend or family member or a therapist I will tell you if I didn't have a therapist during this time it would I would not be doing as somewhat okay as I am <laughs> um, so I would definitely suggest that you also have somebody else to speak to about what's going on in your life and and then just don't give up on your spouse because it's going to get difficult and there's going to be 
some really dark, low times, but your significant other is still there. You just have to, you have to be there for them during that time. It's all about standing by the people that you committed your life to. And so I know that I wouldn't be where I am without the love and support of my amazing wife, Nevada. Uh, and babe, thanks for dropping some wisdom on the people and telling our story. I love you. I know that this is uh, no video with this because you don't want to be on camera, but it means the world that you would join me in this and sort of share your perspective. And so, guys, we love you. Uh, we appreciate you. This has been another installment of Valley Thoughts. There's going to be more and more coming next week. You're going to hear about my return to work and what it was like that very first week and then some thoughts I have regarding that. Anything else you want to say to the people? No. Nope. <laughs> Goodbye, friends. Talk to you later.